You're listening to Gleaning, the monthly newsletter from Strategies at Work, podcast edition, February 1st, 2017. Upcoming events, the Strategic Life Alignment Seminar. Struggling to find meaning, purpose, and satisfaction in life? The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar will equip you with tools and a methodology for discerning your divinely ordained life purpose. To purchase a recording of this training, please visit the Strategies at Work store at strategieswork.com. The Strategic Life Alignment Alumni Event. The 2017 alumni event will be held on July 21st through 22nd in Dallas, Texas. The topic will be Life Plan. For more information and for recordings of all alumni events, please visit strategieswork.com. The seminar Financial Management 2, Key Principles. This training will be presented in two parts. Part 1 will be presented on April 28, 2017, and Part 2 on November 3, 2017. For information, please visit strategieswork.com. These are challenging economic times. There is much fear in the world. Now more than ever, people need to understand the power of building their lives on Christ. Only faith in Christ can provide sustained victory over fear. If you need help learning how to walk with Christ, Strategies at Work has consultants in various parts of the world. Please see the website strategieswork.com for contact information. And now, Dr. Chester brings us the message titled, Finding and Fulfilling Vision. Last month, I wrote about the importance of discerning our divinely ordained vision, both individually and organizationally. This month, I want to illustrate the process of discerning individual vision and the important role of fathers to help us find and fulfill our divinely ordained vision. To do this, I will share a story. From a young age, Daniel Eugene Rudy Rudinger, born August 23, 1948, had dreamed of playing football at Notre Dame. His family were avid Notre Dame football fans and only permitted Notre Dame games to be viewed on their home television. Not surprisingly, for Rudy, the epitome of success was to play football at Notre Dame. Vision for our lives is often developed in and through our families of origin. Many people have followed family career paths, particularly if there was a strong bond with a family member. For Rudy, this bond was with his father, whom he loved and admired. Rudy's family was middle class, his father was a supervisor at a steel mill, and his brothers also worked at the mill. After Rudy completed high school, he joined his father and brothers, but his vision for playing football at Notre Dame never diminished. Often there are obstacles to overcome in finding fulfilling one's vision. This one was certainly the case for Rudy. During his final year at a Catholic high school, a teacher discouraged Rudy from applying to Notre Dame. The teacher did not believe that Rudy had the requisite intellectual acumen. Rudy believed that the teacher until he witnessed the death of his best friend, who also worked at the mill. At the funeral, the stark reality of death and the brevity of life became glaringly clear to Rudy. He realized that if he didn't pursue his vision soon, he would never pursue it. Determined to play football at Notre Dame, Rudy quit his job packed his clothes, and left to board an evening bus to Notre Dame, Indiana. While waiting at the station, his father came to see him and shared a story about his own father's unsuccessful efforts to, quote, chase the dream. 
This failure led Rudy's grandfather to abandon the family. Consequently, Rudy's father and uncle were raised by separate foster families, essentially as orphans. At the station that evening, Rudy's father spoke out of the pain of his own experience. He was unable to support his son's vision, a vision that he had helped inspire. This was a difficult moment for Rudy, the man that he most admired, who had helped shape the vision for his life, now opposed it. Perhaps deep down, Rudy knew that his father was speaking out of hurt and pain. Nevertheless, Rudy knew he had to go to Notre Dame. He had to try. Without even applying to the school, Rudy left that evening to pursue his vision. He arrived at Notre Dame before sunrise the next morning. Campus administrative offices were closed, so a security officer directed Rudy to see a priest. The priest erroneously assumed Rudy wanted to become a priest. After Rudy explained that he wanted to play football at Notre Dame since childhood, but did not have the transcript to be admitted, the priest kindly offered an option. Rudy could attend a local junior college to work on his academic qualifications, and if he did well, Notre Dame would accept him. At least they might accept him. The priest could get him admitted to the local junior college for one semester, but in order to stay and have any hope for being admitted to Notre Dame, Rudy had to demonstrate his commitment to learning. While at the junior college, Rudy visited the Notre Dame Stadium, probably to daydream about the glory of playing football there. He met the groundskeeper, a former Notre Dame football player who had given up on his dream. Because of this, the groundskeeper had a negative attitude toward the world. Nevertheless, like the priest, the groundskeeper was moved to help Rudy. He offered him a job, which Rudy needed while he attended junior college. All of his money had been used to pay for tuition and books. Rudy also needed a place to live. In the maintenance area of the stadium, there was a workroom with a cot. Surreptitiously, Rudy unlocked an outside window to get back into the workroom. When he snuck in through the window that night, he found blankets and a key to the room on the cot. Clearly, the groundskeeper had left these items for Rudy, but would never admit it. After several semesters of study at the local junior college, Rudy was admitted to Notre Dame. The next step was to win a spot on the football team, which would not be easy. The competition was intense, and the coaches were demanding. Through hard work and dedication, Rudy convinced one of the coaches that he would be an asset to the team and secured a position. Now with an athletic scholarship, Rudy no longer had to work for the groundskeeper, but he stayed in contact with him. This proved to be very important because it was the groundskeeper who would share his own story with Rudy when Rudy wanted to give up on his vision. Rudy's story is not only a simple story about the vision to play football, it is also a story about finding and fulfilling part of the purpose of God for his life. The story provides insight into the journey. The story involves four fathers, a natural father and three spiritual fathers, the priest, the groundskeeper, the coach who believed in him. These fathers helped guide Rudy and made a tremendous difference for him as he pursued his vision. The influence of multiple fathers is important because no single father has the capability to see everything clearly. And fathers have their own issues that can block their vision. For example, Rudy's natural father helped inspire his vision but could not support the vision because of his wounds from his own father's mistakes. 
His spiritual fathers were critical in supporting Rudy when his natural father could not. The first spiritual father, the priest, helped Rudy gain entrance to Notre Dame. The second spiritual father, the groundskeeper, provided employment and a place for Rudy to live until he was admitted. But more importantly, the groundskeeper helped Rudy overcome his discouragement and stay the course when he wanted to give up. And the third spiritual father, the coach, believed that Rudy's energy and drive would be an asset to the team. For all the Notre Dame coaches, of all these coaches, only this one coach gave Rudy the chance to play. For Rudy to develop his vision took a natural father. For Rudy to fulfill his vision took his natural father and three other father figures, all of whom served as commissioning agents. What an inspiring picture of how God uses fathers to help us find and fulfill our life purpose. Certainly, Rudy's vision to play football at Notre Dame was not a comprehensive vision for his life. Rather, it was a snapshot of part of Rudy's life, part of the vision, and how his vision was developed and fulfilled. Finding and fulfilling one's life purpose is not easy. Therefore, no one can accomplish it well unilaterally. We all need fathers and mothers in our lives to help us. We need guidance, correction, and encouragement. This is what natural and spiritual parents do for us. Rudy's father showed compassion, but demanded performance. They challenged him, but encouraged him. They believed in him and set a context for him to succeed. With the help of his father's and Rudy's commitment, he stepped up to fulfill the vision for at least this part of his life. Hopefully he learned the power of being submitted to natural and spiritual authority. If so, the lessons that he learned from this experience would serve him for the rest of his life and help him find and fulfill all of God's purpose for his life. May we learn these lessons well, and may we be encouraged to find and fulfill God's purpose for our lives by living in submitted relationship to the fathers that God has assigned to each one of us. 